Welcome to Demonophobia. This is a six-part series where we are going to be delving into whether the supernatural is real or not. Uh, I am Alfie the Skeptic. I'm Isaac the Believer. I gave him that name. He likes it. I do like it. It's my new title. And today we are at the just horrifying Wacol abandoned you... mental asylum. Horrifying? You look really... Ow! You know, you dress like you would have attended this asylum back in the day. You asshole. I'm not wrong. <laughs> In each episode, there are three parts. There is the uh, the first part will be the five minutes talking about the history of the terrifying place that we are at. Terrifying, which definitely. today is yeah. That would yeah. I would say that would Ooh. describe this pretty well. Oh, there's a flash behind us. That's yeah. not terrifying. That's okay. About flashing us in public. That's yeah. Terrible. Well, uh, the second part will be a viewer or listener, as it were, submitted story, which we will discuss, and then the final part is an investigation with a Ouija board. Now, I don't believe in it. I think it's all a load of baloney, but... I believe that we're under-equipped. Yeah. Yeah, well, you have candles and all that kind of jazz. I've just made a homemade Ouija board. It's not going to work anyway, so... Well, no, because it's homemade. Yeah, you said to make it homemade. It'll make it more cursed or whatever. No, I said to make it homemade so it would be safer using it in places. <laughs> you wimp. Anyways, where we are at today is the abandoned Wacol Mental Asylum. It was founded by the Queensland Government as the first publicly founded mental health institution in the country. Now, that was quite a while ago. Uh, now, due to its sheer size uh, being the first of its kind, by the 50s, it had become the largest asylum in Australia. That, well, it is quite large, and considering the fact that uh, a lot of the buildings were knocked down before it was heritage listed, which is why that is the only structure of it that is left uh, unfortunately. Now, during the daytime, you can actually see, I believe, the foundations and a lot of the other original buildings. Yeah. Just they're not as run down and falling apart as because, this one here. I mean, you can actually see it's half brick and then the well, rest of they, it is they this wood. They can't see it. They can't see it. Well, we, they will be able to see it. We're going to film it. Well, well, you can't see it on the podcast. They can't see it on the podcast. But no. They'll be able to see it on the YouTube video. Plugity plug plug. Galaxy with an E and a Y. Go onto YouTube, you can listen to it there. Words are hard. Words are very hard. Uh, now, according to the Brisbane Times, several women, I should probably say as well, this is the women's ward. Yes, yes, the only remaining main building that's left is the women's ward. Both halves, the original half and the extension that was added. What's quite worrying is it was in operation for almost 160 years. Yes. Um, it was also known as the Walston Lunatic Hospital. You know, very PC. Uh, yeah, well, mm -hmm. yeah, you can't call it that anymore. Cannot call it that anymore. Um, but it was shut down in 2001. That's very recent. Yeah, it is, considering how just dilapidated that yeah, section of it, it is. is. It is also worth noting that as much as that did close down in 2001, there is actually a fully operational uh, mental health facility still just Yep, we can actually, there. we can see it. We can if I threw a rock... I wouldn't make it anywhere near no, the facility. No, you would not make it, it close. It, it would be, there. I mean, it would be almost there. It is just there. Uh, now, the women described some not-so-great stuff that happened to them, um, such as being forced onto drugs such as uh, haloperidol and okay. feraldehyde, which Did is used... Did you mean jalapeno? No, no, that's haloperidol. 
Um, and uh, peraldehyde is used to melt plastics. But your mm. insides aren't made of plastic. No, it's not. No. Oh. Yeah, so it's not the best place in the world. Probably not. Uh, the women described being um, forcibly held down and injected, uh, being locked up in isolation, which we'll get to in a second, and also sexually assaulted. Not fun stuff. Oh, stop looking in the windows. Sorry, it's just... Is there a squatter in there? Because that's what I'm afraid of. That security fence is twice my height and has barbed wire on the top and there is eight security cameras surrounding that building. So probably not a squatter. Probably not a squatter. Okay, it's a murderer feel... zombie. It's not... Murderer okay. zombie. All right. It's a murderer zombie, Isaac. That was uh, stables, but quite often uh, inmates were dragged out there in a form of solitary confinement where they would be chained and punished, as you mentioned earlier. Mm. Now, uh, I have been into that section uh, on previous trips out here, and the room was always remarkably a different temperature to ambient temperature outside, which is quite interesting, and there's a not great feeling there. Yes, well, the cold temperature is due to the fact that it is outside, at night time. Well, no, when I was last here, it was daytime. Well, shut up. And the bad feeling was due to the fact it, it was a mix of your superstition uh-huh. and the fact that, you know, it was not a great place. When you go to a history, a place of bad history, it's not going to feel good. So you're saying that there's supernatural elements left? No, it's not supernatural. It's just the history of knowing why it's there. You know what it also could have been? What could it have been? I have lactose intolerance. That's right. You have a lot of milk. Um, now, 21 years after the closure... The area has actually been fenced off as... well Twice, the, twice actually. Twice, yes, because people kept breaking in. Now, we are going to mention we're not breaking in. We are doing this completely legally. We're in a place where we're allowed to be. Uh, now, that does also uh, bring in mind, if you listen to this, don't go here and try and break in. You can have a look at the outside. It's, it's an incredible thing to it look at the outside. Don't go in. hauntingly beautiful. You should see the other side which we will get to uh, a little later on. Now, the next part is interesting. Oh. Okay, this is the viewer or listener submitted story. This is submitted by a very close friend of ours. Uh, I'm astonished you got the captain. Yeah, he was really happy to do it too. But the thing is, uh, viewer (laughs) discretion is advised. This is a very sad story. I suspect I might know. You might know, so... Because I've also had something similar happen oh, I sus- have you suspect with the same person right okay I lived with him for several years mm. and this is when I started believing oh how convenient alright this is from the Captain Morgan the Captain Morgan the Captain Morgan the Captain Morgan the Captain so my father passed away six years ago at the time my daughter was very young maybe two years old uh, years later, we sold the family home and relocated to a new place, which is where you lived. Is that correct? Correct. That's, where that's correct. Lived, that's where I lived with him. Uh, my daughter was four years old at this point, uh, and I was in the kitchen cooking dinner. Now, I am saying this from the perspective of the captain. Uh, my daughter comes up to me. Uh, she had been in her room for the last half an hour or so, on her own, doing her own thing, as daughters do. Um, she starts coming up to me and starts talking about Grandad. Which shook me a little because, especially back then, I did not cope with my father's death at all. She started talking about the little insignificant things, nothing major, just more or less about asking about my father and if he was a nice man and if I loved him, the usual. She then proceeded to reply with that after, Oh, okay, I'm just talking to him now. This really got my attention and I turned to look at her. I said, Bubba, you can't talk to Grandad, he died, he isn't with us anymore. She looked at me, turned around 
and looked up to someone not there, turned back to me and said, he said, it's okay and you don't have to be scared of him. This absolutely broke me. Uh, I fell on the floor crying. My daughter comes up to me and tells, uh, tells me, it's okay. He is just here saying hi and we'll go now. And she walked off like it was nothing at all, completely normal. I sat there crying for a good while after. Uh, since then, to my knowledge, she's never communicated with him again, unless she's kept uh, any more to herself, knowing how much it upset me. Uh, I believe there is a quote-unquote thing that kids can communicate with the dead, see ghosts. He's seen the sixth sense. Well, no, we see, the, the thing is about that is that is quite a common occurrence upon children generally because they have a more open perspective of the world and they're like little plague, not plague rats, sorry, sponges. Like sponges and can absorb a lot of things around them. And there is actually a study that uh, children generally can have a uh, close fitment with paranormal things, etc. Right. Have you ever seen Poltergeist? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah, that's a work of fiction. Don't believe that. Yeah, I know. So what I'm trying to understand is here, why do you believe that it's a ghost instead of a child playing with an imaginary version of their grandparents to cope with the loss? Uh, well, simply because, uh, now having, of course, lived with the captain for many years myself, uh, yeah, she was able to, again, recollecting this is going back a couple of years now, um, she was able to like give details that she couldn't, possibly have known uh which from memory uh his father passed before she was even born if i am remembering correctly right okay well no. it's just it's to me it is very convenient it seems to be kids are like the thing that you you say because kids are creepy all right kids are creepy that that's what they are uh cr kids are creepy i do agree with that um it's just it's just one of those i don't i don't understand it myself obviously that's why i'm here is to get a better understanding thing. Anyway, I can see that there is more words. There is more words. Um, to her, it seemed perfectly normal to have this conversation with my dead father. Um, in no way at her age was she ever taught what a ghost was, what any ghouls or monsters are. Uh, she had no way of having predetermined view on ghosts being real or not. Um, that all comes with age once TV shows, parents, etc. Uh, encourage you that ghosts are bad, ghosts are scary. An innocent mind is a wonderful thing. I 100% believe this, she had this encounter with my dad. Now... He does raise a few good points there as he well. Does Kids are so blissfully unaware of a lot of things. They are. But also, they know what an imaginary monster is. They, I am almost well, not positive. At, not at that age. Well, it is a very heartbreaking thing, and I think a lot of the times uh, we, we tend to try and almost exaggerate these things that happen so we can cope with it more. I'm not... I, that was... Not paranormal. It was a. It was a. It it's was just strange, oh. oddly specific. Okay, oddly specific. We'll say that. So that finishes up the uh, discussion part. Remember, if you have stories, please submit them. We would love to talk about them on air, so I can say how fake they are. And Isaac, like, believe Horrible you, one hundred people. Twelve. Exactly. People yeah. pour out their hearts to you. They do. And you just and ignore them. And don't I, I ignore them. I. I have, have no you remorse. ever considered that no. you're a horrible person? I have. I am very much aware of that. The so thank you very much for joining us on this episode of Demonophobia. Is the supernatural It's a bit on the nose, isn't it? It's a bit on the nose. Demonophobia doesn't actually mean fear of demons, it's the fear of the supernatural. That's where the title comes from. Yeah, but anyways, thank you very much for joining us on this episode at the Wagle Cemetery. We didn't do the Ouija board simply out uh, of respect. Just quickly. That's not a cemetery. That's not a cemetery. <laughs> that's, that's an abandoned <laughs> no. asylum. Join us next time where we are going to the Wait, Tuong, Cemetery. We're going to the Tawong Cemetery for it's a two-part special. 
two-part special. It's a half an well, two 15-minute episodes stuffed into one. We haven't decided whether this place is haunted or not. Isaac thinks it is. I don't. Let us know. Birds and things just walking around the outside. Yes, that's because there are animals inside there. Yeah, there is. There's wallabies. There's, there's a lot of wallabies. wallabies. Kangaroos. Uh, so please stick around. Keep watching. If you have any places uh, to suggest for us to go, let us know. As long as they're within a six-hour drive. Well, as long as they're within a six-hour drive. I mean, I'll go for a road trip. There are some yeah. places down south I want to check out. Fair enough. Uh, I have been Alfie the skeptic. He has been Alfie the skeptic, and I've been Isaac the believer. And thank you very much for watching this episode of. Yep. I think I've also pulled yourself.